What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is a podcast where we teach you how to grow your social media by talking to the people that have actually done it. My guest today is Kerbins Boisset, better known as The Real Kerbins on all social media platforms. And Kerbins is a fashion and lifestyle photographer. In this episode, guys, we're going to talk about how he grew his Instagram to over 15,000 followers. We're also going to look at the grind it took to get to that point. He's, he'll talk about how he'll, he'd send like 100 DMs to people that he'd like to be modeled in his photos. And maybe if he's lucky, get five responses. It took him a lot of work to get to where he's at today, but it has paid off because we're also going to talk about the celebrities Kerbins has taken photos of. Celebrities like CJ the DJ, Joey Badass, Bryson Tiller, Ray Sremmerd, Roy Woods, Kalani. He's got a pretty good list of celebrities he's taking photos of, and we talk about some of the stories of how those opportunities came about and how the first opportunity came about when he was only 17. It's a pretty crazy story, guys, and it's definitely worth a listen. And we're also going to not focus entirely on Instagram, although that is a large portion of this episode. Is at its Kerbin's biggest platform by far. We're also going to talk about YouTube because that's something Kerbin's is passionate about and something he wants to grow. He's currently sitting at about 1,200 followers, and he's kind of stagnant with his video posts right now. But we're going to talk about how he's planning to make a comeback and how he's always, even in the background, working on content ideas for his YouTube we're going to talk about how associating yourself, you're a product of the five people you associate most, most with. Kerbins has a group of close friends that are all succeeding and how, how they motivate each other to keep going and reach that next level. This is a really good episode, guys, and I really thank you for downloading it and wanting to take the time to listen to it. If you are listening, make sure you screenshot that you're listening, post it to Instagram and tag at mysocialpod, and I will share it to our Instagram story. Also, if you like this episode, make sure you leave us a rating and a review. It just helps more people find the podcast. Thank you again. I'm going to stop rambling on here. Let's get into this episode. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to My Social Life. This is the podcast where we teach you how to grow your social media by talking to the people that have actually done it. My guest today is Kerbins Boisset, better known as at the real Kerbins on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, everywhere. You're a portrait, lifestyle, fashion photographer. Would you say that's the best way to describe it? Yes, indeed. Yeah. I'm a visual artist. Awesome. So why don't you tell everyone a little bit about yourself? So my name is Kerbins Boisset. Uh, like he perfectly introduced me, I am a photographer from Ottawa. Um, I'm currently a student at the University of Carleton studying media studies. Um, that's about it, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's awesome. So how long were you, have you been doing photography for? Um, I've been doing photography for almost three years now. Okay. I started back when I was in high school. I'm grade 11, and uh, now I'm in third year now. So, like, yeah, it's been about three years that I've been doing this. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. And then, so is it, like, outside of school, is photography, like, your main job? Um... No, photography. So basically, I, I try to keep uh, multiple sources of income, right? Um, so I, I started working at the movie theaters when I was in high school, and I still do right now, but I, I do it one shift a week because, uh, you know, school gets super busy. And also, like, if I get a job uh, doing photography, that takes up a lot of time as well. So, you know, I do photography, school, and work. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah. fair. And then, yeah. so how long were you shooting before you landed your first paid photography gig? Um, how long was I shooting? Wow. Good question. Um, I was shooting for about maybe like taking it seriously for about a month Oh shit! or so. Yeah. I was taking it seriously for about a month and, um, I landed my first gig from like a, it was a family. 
that mm-hmm. uh, reached out to me through Instagram, actually no, through email, through my website. Mm-hmm. And they said that they wanted to book a shoot. They saw my work. I don't even know like what they found attractive about my work because I don't think my work was that good when I started. But um, they, they saw my work and they wanted to book me and it was it was good from there. Yeah, that's awesome. So how many gigs do you think you've done like ballpark to date now? Um, Man, I've, I've done... I've, I would say about over 50 paid gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, I would even say over 100 paid gigs for the past like uh, three years. I've, I've worked with like um, a lot of clients that have come back multiple times. And I've also worked with like, um, like major like companies, like media companies. I've worked for The Shade Room. I don't know if you know. I've never heard of it. The but... Shade Room is an American like social media page. They oh, post sweet. like content for like celebrities and stuff like that. I've worked with, that was like one of my biggest gigs, um, during the summer last year, actually, that lasted for about two months. It was a two month contract and, uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. 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 So what would your advice be for anyone that wants to kind of like a beginner photographers looking to land their first gig? Landing your first gig, how to land your first gig. So I would say that the biggest thing is consistency. Um, you have to be able to be consistent with your work and, you know, be able to show your work as well too. start with um, posting your stuff on Facebook so your family and friends can see it, can see it and then they will be able to share it. And and word gets around where the mouth, word of mouth, you know, and eventually it's going to come. It's going to come. So you just got to be consistent with your work and and um, improve your work ethic if it's a little sloppy. And eventually it's going to come. Yeah. Trust trust the process, yeah. actually. Yeah. Just yeah. trust the process. That's awesome. And then so with your Instagram now, I think you're sitting at like 15 and a half yeah, thousand. Yeah, 15 and a half. It's yeah. been like jumping up and down um, because of it's my own... Um, my own it's my it's my own fault so like the only thing like my advice about like growing social media um following on instagram is like i said before it's it's really about consistency and um also having a message as well too um for any photographer you don't even have to be a photographer you can be a model or anyone trying to grow their let's say you have a a skincare um like line you know you have skincare products that you want to sell for anyone trying to sell anything on social media uh, particularly instagram you just have to have a message if you have a message and you know you're you stick to that message and you true to the message and people see the authenticity of the message they're gonna want to follow and, and subscribe to whatever it is that you're selling or you know conveying whatever message you're trying to convey so um if you correlate you know consistency and and having that message you're, you're going to be able to grow. So one thing that I lacked and, 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 and it kind of stunt my growth on, um, on Instagram, I'm not saying it stopped it because, you know, like I have a lot of plans and I have a lot of things that I want to be putting out, but it kind of stunted my growth was the consistency aspect. I, I used to be very consistent posting one every day or at least, um, every two days. And then it kind of, um, slow down because you know like life you know school Definitely. you know so um but i'm not letting that discourage me you know so um yeah so consistency is key to growing uh social following yeah so i would say that's awesome so when also when you started i think i went back to your first pick mm-hmm. it was like 175 likes <laughs> so did you have like instagram before and you just cleared everything when you started photography um, or yeah actually uh, i used to post selfies like you know most people do post selfies when I'm out with my friends, you know? And then, um, when I started photography, I was like, Hey, like, I just want to 
like start my whole page over again. And um, when I started, you know, I was getting, like you said, 100 likes, even not even hitting 100 um, sometimes. And when I hit 100, I would be so excited and so stoked because I was like 100 people like my stuff, you know. And to me back then, like when I when I first started, 100 likes was a lot. And the more that um, I the, the harder that I worked and the more that I seen people were interacting with my stuff, the more excited and thrilled I was to, to put out more content, you know. And um, I could say that um, even though like you might not be getting, you know, the likes that you think that, you know, your pick deserve, you just got to keep keep it going. And eventually it's going to grow and you're going to get all the likes that you you, you know, you want. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. So kind of fast forward to today from then. Well, what have you seen that's really worked? Like, did you use a lot of hashtags? Did you get featured? Did you engage with people? Mm. Like, what worked for you? I would say all these components uh, work um, in their own way. It depends on what the photo is, you know. Um, different photos interact differently with, you know, different audiences. So I would say, you know, hashtag is, you know, is one thing that everyone would tell you to, to use because, um, you know, Instagram has its own algorithm and the way that, um, like, hashtag works is, you know, other people would have the same hashtag as you. They'll check it out and hopefully they see your photo. So hashtag is a key component. And also I would say um, getting featured by a bigger account as well too. Um, if you tag that bigger account and then, you know, their uh, your post relates to the post that they they make on their account, they, you know, getting featured is, is key because um, different people that have the similar interests as you see that post and, you know, they, they usually end up following you or interacting in, in any sort with that post. Also, um, what else have I noticed? Um, captions as well, too. They go a long way. You know, having a story to the photo that you post or whatever post you make, having a story to it, um, telling people maybe how, you know, uh, you ended up taking that shot or what difficulties you went through taking the shot mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, any story, any backstory to the to the post that you're making so you can make the post itself more significant than just any other instagram post out there yeah i would say these are the most like um key components to growth that's fair is there like any one specific picture you posted that really like popped like i wrote down like i checked and i think in like july you had one where you got like 2,000 followers really quick and then Mm -hmm. again in august of 2017 you had one where you almost got 2,000 followers like in a couple days span like is there any one piece that you can remember that really kind of led to i okay i can i can remember um there's this uh one thing that i did and it was the first time i ever tried it and um it was a giveaway yep right so i remember like exactly how that happened i was like like what and how can I engage with my audience and give uh, back to them um, for all the support that they've given me? So I was like, huh, I, I've seen a lot of bigger accounts do giveaways. Why can't I do a giveaway? I, I, I don't think I had a lot of fault. Like, I think I was sitting around like 3K or 5K um, followers. And I was like, you know what? If people interact with the giveaway, they do, you know, they can, they can win something. If they don't, it's whatever, you know? So I was like, okay, I have this shot that I really wanted to post why don't I make that into a giveaway? And I was like, okay, how can I go about this giveaway? Tag your friends. I was like, okay, maybe they should tag their friends. That's a way to bring in audiences that I may not have. Tag your friends and or whoever you think can win and um, 
And uh, yeah, just wait a little bit and then I'll announce a winner. And then, you know, I, I just post kind of just posted the, the photo and I was like, you know what? Whoever's going to interact with it will. And I kind of just lo- like closed my phone. And when I came back to it, a bunch of people were commenting their friends and stuff like that. And I was like, whoa, like I think the post had like over 100 comments of like take it in 100 comments. And I think it was like tag three or four. Or five friends. I, I don't remember exactly what the amount of friends were, but um, imagine that. You, if you do the math, that's around like 300 new people interacting with your post. And, you know, a bunch of people that didn't want to enter the, the contest, they liked the photo as well, too. So that kind of like generated um, a lot of... So engagements kind of like generated a lot of followings for me around that time. So... Um, and I think the August one, I don't, I don't... I think it was another giveaway as well, too. Like giveaways, giveaways really work um, in the sense of like, you know, people want to feel like they're important and you have to like um, make your audience feel like they're important. And and they are important to your growth as well, too. They're important to the content that you post. They're important to the way that um, you grow as well. They give you feedback. So audience is the most important aspect to your business or any type of business that you have. So you have to value your audience and you have to give back to them um, for all the support that they've given you. So I think giveaways are a main component too. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's cool. And I know recently you did a giveaway too. You did one with Joey Kidney. Yeah. How did that one come about? That was Will Carey's 10K one, right? Yeah. yeah. So um, uh, my friend Will, he uh, is a very passionate photographer. I've, uh, I've known him for the past year or past two years now. I met him first year of university. And um, so Will sent me a text and he's like, hey, like, I'm thinking of putting together a giveaway. Um, it's going to be fe- featuring Joey Kidney. My good, um, he's one of, uh, he's, a, he's, a, he's a friend of mine. I, I know of him. I've met him before. I've shot with him, alongside of him. And um, with my friend Fitch, he's all, he's, he goes by the name The Architect on Instagram. Yeah. He's a good friend of mine as well, too. We started photography together since like day one. And um he said he wanted to put together the giveaway. And I was like, oh, like, that sounds cool. You know, like, I know Joey. I know Fitch. Let's do this. And um, he just said, you know, make the posts and let's see how it goes. And and uh, effectively, like, uh, it generated a lot of tra- uh, um, traction. I think it was my biggest giveaway uh, ever, to be honest. And, and a lot of people interacted with it. So I was super happy with the... Um, the results of that giveaway and i think it was it was key to to, to the last couple of uh, thousands of followers that i that i got the past couple months yeah that's awesome and so one thing too that people have said like with growing an account is like an aesthetic and mm-hmm. you know, like a feel do you think you have an aesthetic because all your pictures are they're similar but they're not like all like the exact same mm-hmm. like where do you kind of land on that um like the aesthetic um <laughs> You know, having a style is very important. Um, you know, trying to differentiate yourself from other people in this very, like, um, dense market is, you know, key to growth. And I would say, me, my style, um, I try to post different things. Like, you know, like, if I go out, like, in the streets, you know, I do a little bit of street photography. And I try to add, like, effects to my photo. I try to to my photos I, I if i if i take a portrait shot let's say and you know it if it looks like i would say like a basic fo- uh, portrait shot i try to change it up in a way that um it becomes mine it, it 
the the style itself is like like it becomes mine the photo i add different elements let's say like i've taken a, a shot where i added like butterflies to um to the shot to make it like more alive and to make it more vibrant so i would say style is very important and having your own style and and also like if you stick to uh, one specific style it's 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 good um in order to grow as well too because you know people like to see the consistency as well but you know always it's always good also to change up you know to to keep the content different so i would say you know for my own style i just like to change things up man i don't like to stay the same um and you know people i think people like the change as well too so yeah, I don't, I don't think I have... I don't know That's if cool. I, yeah. I was just curious, man. Like, <laughs> uh, one other thing, too, like you're talking about taking portraits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And as a photographer, you're featured on the other side of the lens a lot. Like, you, there's a lot of pictures of you on your page. Is mm-hmm. there a strategic reason behind that? I've heard some photographers like to post so the people can see them. Pictures of themselves? Um, for me, I, I, I didn't start hearing about, you know, the effects of um, you being in front of the lens until, like, much later after, like... Like much later after I posted a couple pictures of myself, but um, now I, I can say it's a little bit more strategic because, you know, oftentimes people are just like, okay, these photos are nice, but I really want to interact with the person behind it, the behind the the camera. I really want to interact with the artist um, themselves or the the business person themselves, whoever's putting out these products themselves. So, um, I think once in a while it's always good to you know kind of show your face and kind of show your vulnerability and your human side, you know, um, the human side of the artist itself himself or themselves. So it's always good to show yourself uh, once in a while. It's, it's good for engagement and it's good for growth. So yeah. I consider it. And then back on the other side of the camera where you're taking the pictures, how do you get the models for your pictures? Um, Instagram. Yeah. Instagram. DMs and DMs and, and it's, it's hard work. I remember the first, uh, the first, year of photography was the hardest year of my entire life i've never i was super committed to just um getting as as um many shots and and as many concepts out that i didn't care about people rejecting me over dms you know because there's a lot of you know you'll take a lot of you know some would say l's you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> and these are losses you know and you have to just kind of ignore the l's and just look at the the goal that you have um, at the end of the day. It's, it's kind of like I, w- I would send 100 messages, right? And would only get, like, let's say five or, or seven. And I'm being serious with you. Yeah. I would send out 100 messages and, you know, some people would leave it on scene or or others would just be like, hey, like, uh, I, uh, I I charge this and I, I wouldn't be able to afford their rates. And, and you know, I'll just find a way to make it work. 100 messages, five people would answer me and, you know, I'll just make it work with those five people and they would get me content to grow my portfolio. So the key thing about that is, is you know, take what you have and make it work. And, you know, could try to sell to 100 people and only five would buy. Just keep going and grow your portfolio and, and uh, more people would want to work with you as well too the more you grow your portfolio. So whatever you have, just make it work. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. So with your models too, crediting your mm-hmm. pictures, mm-hmm. where do you kind of land on that? Do you want to like in the in the caption or like a tag in the bottom right corner of the picture? Like where do you kind of land on that? Um, the thing is, it all depends. If it's 
if it's a bigger model and bigger, I mean, like if they have a like a bigger social presence or yeah. a social media presence, I would appreciate that. You know, my my name is everywhere on the photo. That um, I get the clicks as well too. Um, but usually, I. <laughs> I, I would prefer that my name is tagged in the caption because, you know, most people would look at the caption and, and click right away just to check, even if they don't follow, uh, just to check and they'll engage at least with one or two photos. So I think um, the caption is the most valuable um, way you can get credited yeah. or be credited for your work. Um, but, you know, like a post, uh, a tag in the photo, you know, it can go a long way as well, too, because it will show in their... Um, and in my, uh, you know, there's, you know, that place, there's the shared photo, like, you know, if you have like photos with your friends and stuff like that, oh, the tagged photo? yeah, 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 the tagged yeah. photos. Yeah. So it'll show up in mine and, and, but yeah, the caption really works. It yeah. works better than the being tagged. Yeah. And so you talked about working with like models with like bigger followings and stuff mm-hmm. and just like other kind of celebrities. So mm-hmm. I, I went through and I kind of found some like bigger named ones. So uh-huh. I kind of want to hear like the quick story behind each one. Okay. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah. For, yeah. for sure. For sure. Um, First one, Joey Badass. Joey Badass. Whoa, um, that was an exciting one, and I, I think I was I was seventeen at the time, and um, and I I got I got a message from a club owner, and you know he he was like, hey, like you know, can you come? I think Joey Badass and Bryson Tiller are coming into the club um, for like a, an appearance, and you know, can you come and and, and shoot the booth? Um, I was like whoa, that's exciting. It was the first time I've ever shot someone that is, you know, kind of known, you know? And I was like, first thing, I was like, how am I going to get into the club? <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm 17 years old. How am I going to get into this club? So I was like, okay, no, like the only way I can get into this club is it, if I come earlier than everyone else. So I think uh, the whole event was meant to start at around 11.30 or even 12. Cause they, I think they had a show or a concert before before the club, so I came around nine, <laughs> and you know the security was like, uh, he didn't ask me. Uh, fortunately, I'm not gonna name the club, but you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. but fortunately the security didn't ask me for uh, identification, you know, because they kind of like assumed that I was of age. But I I don't drink or anything, so it, it, there was no problem there. But um, yeah, I got in there and and um. I was super nervous. I was working by my friend, uh, alongside my friend um, Alex. His name he goes by Osmo Captures, cause okay. and on Instagram, you know, go check him out. Very good artist. Um, and he was um, he was uh, assisting me with uh, videography that day, and I was taking photos. And so we're kind of like you know he was he's um, he's used to like shooting artists and stuff like that, but I wasn't. It was my very first time, and and uh, I was kind of nervous, you know, the setup. And I was setting up, and um, long story short, the way that it happened, I, think I, was, I wasn't familiar with who Joey Badass was at the time. I was familiar with Bryson Tiller, because I used to listen to him all the time. That was probably right around the time his album dropped, Ex- and it Exactly. Popped. I think it was Trap Soul that yeah. dropped. Yeah, exactly. And I was f- super familiar with Bryson. And the thing is, I um, when I heard he was... Uh, when I heard he arrived at the club, I was like, oh, like, like my hand was sweating. I was getting super nervous. I was like, like, I have to get all the settings right on my camera, the lighting, because it's dark in the club. Do I use a flash? Do I not use a flash? And it, it was just um, super nerve wracking. And Bryson got into the club. And the thing is, he walked right behind me. 
and um, I felt like a, the big a big palm on my back because it was a security guard, and I was like, oh, like <laughs> oh snap, you know, and you know he came, and then I got a couple videos of him because the, the I was supposed to shoot videos of him, not photos, so I got a couple videos of him, and then he left, and then Joey came, and then at first I wasn't familiar with who Joey was, so. Um, I see, just, I see, just seen a group of guys just walk into the the booth, and I kind of like said, "What's up?" Like I shook his hand. I said, "What's up?" He was super humble because I think, like I didn't, I wasn't familiar with him, so I, I I didn't act any way. I my palms weren't sweaty as much as uh, it was for Bryson because I wasn't familiar with him. Like I said, um, so I said, "What's up?" I said, "What's up?" to his drummer. Um, to, to like the people that he was with and then he kind of sat down and and I was like yo can I can I um, I heard I heard someone I overheard someone say hey yo that's Joey and I was like Joey who I was like yeah that's Joey badass I was like no way you know I turned around and I was like that's Joey that's that's crazy and you know I kind of I was just hey like can I take a picture and he's like yeah for sure man you know and you know he posed and you know, I took a I snapped a couple photos and I was like whoa like I just took photos of Joey badass and Fast forward, you know, we had a good time. I have a lot, a lot of Snapchats that I took with them as well, <laughs> too, bet, you know? Dude, yeah. And it was super exciting. And and then after the club, when he was leaving, I was like, I have to get more photos. And the thing is, you have to be like, you have to force your way into some uh, some things as well, too. So I was like, how do I get closer to this guy without, you know, his security guards being all, like, aggressive with me? So I was like, hey, like, like uh, after the club he was outside about to leave and I was like hey can I snap some more photos of you he was like hey my dude like I really love that you know you're persistent with what you want and I was like he was like for sure like the thing I loved about him was that he was super humble and he was super um, nice about me uh, taking photos of him so you know it was a crazy experience and I kind of got to know him a little bit uh, as well too I kind of asked him where he was from he, he told me he was from New York because I didn't know anything about him before that moment he told me he was from new york and he's been doing music for like the longest time and and yeah so that was like my first time shooting a big name artist and it was just super thrilling yeah and then you shot some other big name artists now like i think i've written down here kalani mm -hmm. woods cj the dj like how yeah. did those uh race remembered like how, uh, that how? was like um i'll talk about kalani and how that happened um, so I have a friend. He, he's uh, he's an upcoming uh, artist. His name is Maurice Moore. He's uh, is actually from Ottawa. He lives in Los Angeles now, and he's worked with Kalani on on some projects. And um, and he, I've worked with him as well too. You know, I've uh, shot a couple of his um, um, posts on Instagram and for his uh, YouTube channel as well too. I've done a couple vlogs with him, and he's a good friend of mine. And he was like, he he was opening for Kalani in Toronto. And he was like, hey, like, you know, do you want to shoot um, the concert uh, for me? And I was like, for sure, you know, shoot the vlog and, and do the, the photos over there. And so we got there. The show was um, at night and we got there early in the morning. We checked out the stage and we we're doing sound checks and stuff like that. And I went outside with my with my friend Legil. He's a um, sound engineer and he's the one that produces for Maurice. And we we're just chilling outside. And when we got back inside, we noticed that there was a, a girl there and we we're like she you know she had like tattoos and stuff like that and we we're like bro like he i think he's met her before but um it was the first time i met her and i was like bro that's that's kilani and like a bunch of like uh, uh friends of mine really love her and i was like and I, i've been listening to her music as well too and i was like 
whoa, that's that's Kelani, you know, Baylani, as some would say. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, I got in there. She was super nice. I gave her a hug, and uh, she was you know super down to earth at the time, and um, you know, um, they talked, and then we went into her um, changing room. Or her, yeah, her changing room, her dressing room, or whatever they call it, and you know we chilled back there. Um, I that's when I snapped a couple photos of her. I was like, "Yo, can I take some photos?" You know, took some photos of her. We're just chilling in the back, having a good time. So that that it, I have to thank my friend Maurice more for that opportunity. And you know that later that night we came back for the concert. A bunch of people uh, came up, had like a VIP pass. It was just thrilling. I was to be on on stage and stuff like that and snapping photos. It was just an amazing ride, man. It was yeah. crazy. And then one other, it's not. It's kind of a collaboration. It's not with a model or anything, but mm-hmm. it's again with you in the picture. Mm-hmm. I just want to know the story behind the picture I saw of you standing behind El Mills without your shirt on. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> El Mills, great person, great character, very enthusiastic, very fun and outgoing to be around. And um, so El Mills, I think she's, I I don't know if she's sponsored yet or if she's trying to get a sponsor with Coca-Cola. Big fan of Coca-Cola. She rocks them everywhere. So my friend Fitch, once again, um, um, had a shoot with her. And she kind of, it was kind of her concept. You know, she wanted to have a guy in the background holding up a Coca-Cola bottle. And and uh, my friend Fitch was like, hey, bro, like, can you be like shirtless in a picture for me? And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. And he's like, yeah, like Elle um, wanted to um, shoot. And she wanted, this is the concept that she wanted, like specifically she wanted a guy holding a Coca-Cola bottle shirtless. And I was like, Sure, you know, and I pulled up to the shoot, and and Joey was there as well, cause I think it was in his at his apartment on top, um, mm-hmm. on the roof of his apartment that we shot the photos. He was there, and you know, like the thing is, it was the funniest, it was the funniest thing ever, cause like it wasn't, it wasn't nerve wracking. It was just super, like super chill. Like it was just like you're chilling with your your friends, you know, and and uh, and. Uh, yeah, like <laughs> that's basically the story behind it. She just came up with a crazy concept and and you know, we kind of just worked it out and that's basically it. She's super chill, super fun, the funniest girl like uh, I've ever met. Yeah, she's dude. so funny. She's so funny. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, any other crazy collaborations you've had or those kind of um, the big ones that you can think of? I I um when I worked with the Shade Room actually, I met a couple of artists and um I met Party Next Door. Oh, sweet. Yeah, like, he's, like, one of my favorite artists. And when I met him, I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. I'm meeting Party Next Door. I met him through, through uh, you know, my collaboration with The Shade Room. I was doing video work for them. And I met um, French Montana. Uh, that was that's crazy, sweet. too. You know, I, I um, um, yeah, I met, he was one in one of my vlogs. Oh, no way. Yeah. <laughs> I met another, uh, you know, the guy that says, why the hell are you lying? Yeah, I kind of got to bring him up. Yeah, that's hilarious, dude. Um, I met him uh, working with the Shade Room as well, working alongside um, a fashion um, blogger by the name of Ava Taylor. She's the one that got me the opportunity to work with the Shade Room. And, you know, um, I met him at a club. I was shooting at, at a club um, uh, for the Shade Room and... And uh, he was just kind of like just chilling. And I was like, at first I didn't really recognize who he was. And I was like, this guy seems important because, you know, everyone's just like, you know, crowding around him. And I was like, okay, how do I, <laughs> once again, like my, my, my thought process in, in those situations is how do I connect with that person? How do I make them 
like how do I befriend them and and get into their network and you know not in a malicious way just to just to offer my service to them and and you know just befriend you know so I was like okay so he's dancing and having fun why don't I dance and have fun so you know I started snapping and uh, snapping some some snapchats and you know we're having fun and I took a video of him and and he was like, yo, can I see that? And I showed it to him. And he was like, yo, send that to me. And then I was like, yeah, for sure. What's your number? And then we exchanged numbers. And um, and um, he, we exchanged numbers. And I sent him the video the next day. I didn't want to... One... one um, sorry, I'm a little sick. No, that's all good, man. <laughs> one advice that I would give is... Um, it's kind of like... It's a weird technique that I, that I, that I do. Especially when I, when I, when I encounter people that are in a position of power, I would say, is, you know, like, let's say they're expecting my text, um, like, let's say the night of, I could have texted him, right? But I didn't want, really want to bother him. Or, like, maybe a lot of other people kind of, like, hit him up that same night. So I wanted to, like, um, I wanted to be the only person to hit him up that morning, you know, I wanted to be the only one that he interacted with so he can remember me. So instead of texting him the same night, I texted him the next day. And he was like, yeah, like, yo, we had a, a great time. And I actually ran into him the next day at another event. That's when I, I ran into um, Ch- Chantal Jeffries. Yeah. It was uh, an event that she was uh, DJing at. And it was under the shade room as well, too. And I ran into him. He's like, hey, yo, what's up? And like, you know, like that kind of like started like a, a, a kind of like a bond. He texted me. He was like, yo, like, what are you doing? Tonight there's an OVO party happening, That's sick. And, and 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 I think the Drake was supposed to be there, and somebody else. I think the Migos were supposed to be there at a at a club in Toronto called Lavelle, and he's like, "Yo, like I'm gonna be there, like you know, let's let's go." So like that kind of like started like a like a friendship kind of like there, you know, you know, he followed me on Instagram. I was super stoked about that. I was on, on the flight back to Ottawa, and I was like. No way. Like, you know, this guy, like, he's so funny. I, I love his um, uh, online personality. And I love his personality in life, too, because he's the same person that he is online. So, yeah. you know, the authenticity there, you know. So, yeah, th- those those kind of moments, you know, like, um, will be in my memory forever and my memories forever. And and those are the significant moments. Yeah. And those are the moments that I live for every day. That's awesome. Speaking of people that follow you, there's one, mm-hmm. one of my favorite visual artists mm-hmm. follows you on Instagram. Uh, unusual, or yeah, unusual herb for the brightest hour. The brightest hour. Whoa, he. One of the reasons why I even started photography was that man right there. He has been an inspiration of mine for literally when I started photography, and um, I've been following for like you know for the past three years, and you know his work phenomenal, and. And uh, this literally two weeks ago or last week or so, he followed me back. And I was like, what? How did how did that happen? You know, I've because, you know, obviously I've been following him for the past three years. And, you know, how did my work get, you know, in front of him? Like, how did he end up seeing my work? And I was like, I was just like so stoked, man. I was like. I couldn't, I had no, I was speechless. I was like, this is one of my favorite photographers, my favorite visual artist. And he followed me back. And that was just a, and a boost of confidence. And, and, you know, it kind of made me want to work more towards my goals. And 
I don't know, man. It was just that's awesome. Know, it was crazy how it happened. Yeah, he's so sick. Like yeah. some of the stuff he does, man, it's uh, unreal. Oh uh, yeah, he's he's a great artist. He's yeah. a great artist. And so you talked about one of your good friends being Maurice Moore. Mm-hmm. I was watching. I think it was one, like your first vlog on YouTube, mm-hmm. and everyone in that vlog of your friends all have gone on to like do something. They all have big social media followings. Yeah. I think so. You mentioned the architect. Yeah. He has like 19. Craig Stunna has like 19. Maurice Moore, and then there was what was his name. Jordan or Jaden Hill. Jayden, Jayden, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. open for Roy Woods, right? Yeah, yeah. exactly. So um, having like a network of friends that have all, like, all doing something, including yourself kind of like motivate you to keep going. It really does. It really does. Having, um, people around you with similar interests, with a goal, um, is really a, conf- a confidence and a confidence booster and a, a motivation, uh, as well, because everyone is working towards their goals 24 seven and, it kind of just keeps your gears grinding and, and having that network of friends, you know, is really good because, um, they have their own networks of people that they've met as well too, through their experiences and, and being around them kind of automatically links you to that person as well too. So keeping your network, um, um, full of people with the same goals and the same ideals is really good, um, for your success as well. So, you know, Jaden, he's great artist. Um, he's up and coming. He's working on his actually, I'm actually like working on a music video with him, um, for him with uh, another artist by the name of Wasim. His Instagram is like WSSM6, like totally dope artist. I'm working with him uh, for a music video for Jaden. I also have other friends that are in the music industry as well too, like Jeff Sannon, very dope artist. He has a lot of songs on Spotify. You know, just I just like to keep um, um, my network. I just like to keep a network full of people that are enthusiastic, or enthusiastic, or enthused. Yeah, <laughs> are excited about it. what they yeah, do, absolutely. and that they they love what they do, and and uh, yeah, we just you know keep uh, each other motivated, and we just work together, and then we just better each other. So yeah, no, network I, is good. Yeah, I totally subscribe to it. It's like you're the product of the five people you associate with the mm-hmm. most, and like so I think that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Very and, important key. Yeah. So and speaking key of your YouTube, mm-hmm. it's something you're kind of pursuing, right? Like, yeah. you, like you're doing, you were doing a video for a week there for a little while, and then you disappeared for a little <laughs> oh, bit. Oh man, yo, YouTube like has been the most frustrating platform that I've ever worked on. Um, you know, I, and a shout out to all the people that actually like, you know, st- uh, stuck through and that are actually, you know, like doing something on the platform today. And, and one thing, another th- you know, it's, it's, it's really all about consistency when it comes, um, to these sorts of platforms, the more you post, the more you get, um, seen, you know, and, you know, content really matters as well too, because you can post a bunch and, um, you know, if the substance of the content that you post is, is not good, you know, you're not going to see as much growth. But the thing is, the frustrating thing about YouTube for me is that, you know, yes, the consistency, but the thing is, I really want to put out great content and I haven't been pleased with the content that I've been posting. So for me, it's kind of like, okay, why would I be consistent, um, and not post good content. So right now I'm in the and I'm in the in the, in the process of just writing, drafting ideas, and seeing um, if I can you know better my ideas. So like when I actually have the time to be consistent, just 
just to, you know, yeah. attack it, you know, because, um, you know, you have to put out good quality content because everyone else, it's, it's a huge market. You know, everyone else is trying to do the same thing that you're trying to do. So, you know, have to be have to be able to put out good content. So that's that's really what I'm on right now. And and I'm really trying to get back in the groove of it as well, too. And it's it's, it's a lot of work. And that's why I'm like, shout out to other people that are doing it consistently and putting out good co- content consistently because I'm trying to be them. I'm trying to get to that level. Yeah. So, yeah, that's really <laughs> that's really what I'm trying to do with my YouTube channel right now. Yeah. Well, you have like over you know, like over 1,200 subscribers, mm-hmm. I think. Exactly. And that only happened recently, actually. Um, um, I remember when I uh, when I was being consistent, it was growing exponentially and and I kind of like, you know, I took a stop for like at least like four months. And and every day, like during that four months, I was like, how do I get back? Like, I want to get back in this groove. I want to get back in the mentality of being consistent and putting out good content. Um, but it's just figuring out how to get back was like the hardest thing during those four months. But, you know, effectively, I did get back. And then I did post a video like once a week for like two weeks. Yeah. And then I just disappeared. Um, but I'm really trying to get in the groove of everything, trying to organize myself and trying to be, I trying to discipline myself because discipline is, you know, key to success. And, you know, I'm really trying to discipline myself in all aspects of my life. So including school, my relationships, my friendships, and, you know, how I value my time, how I value my mind, my body. So I'm really trying to discipline myself in all aspects of my life. And, um, and you know YouTube will, and I and I know, I'm confident in myself enough to know that I will be successful on that platform, and I just have to you know um, step up my my game and you know discipline myself. Yeah. So That's yeah. awesome. You've had some videos like go off though. Like I think your Wolfie, uh, his diss track, your reaction there is like sixteen thousand. Better research. I like that. Yeah. My favorite. What I watched a ton of your videos, man. That Logan Paul video you made. <laughs> I actually <laughs> wanted to um, use that as my niche because a lot of people were interacting with that video. A lot of uh, it had a lot of interaction, and I was like, "Hey, like it was popping off." And um, should I use that as my niche, Logan Paul? I, it was like the black Logan Paul, and you know, um, my background. I'm a Haitian, and you know, my parents and they they usually have you know funny accents and stuff like that when they speak English or when they get mad at you. So I was like, you know, why not incorporate my my background with something that's happening right now? So that's what that's kind of what I did, and I really wanted to continue that that niche, and I think. It, it would have popped off during the Logan Paul versus KSI fight. But the thing is, it's really not me. It's really, well, that video was really me. And, and you know, I had a lot of time. I had a lot of fun uh, shooting that video and, and editing. And I laughed a lot. But, you know, using, um, using uh, um, you know, like something that's like a social event or something like that to, to pop off is, it, it's good. I would say it's good to, to grow. But... Um, the light burns out fast. It, it's it, it's it grows like that and it dies like that. So I'm really trying to get on that level where um, I post content that are that is from me and and that the people that engage with it will engage with it for a longer period of time. So, but you know, I had a lot of time. <laughs> I had a lot of fun shooting that video and executing it. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that, no, that video it just it was so good, man. Like, <laughs> thanks a lot, yeah, man. No worries, dude. So, like, do you have a plan? Like, are you gonna try and get back into YouTube? Oh yeah, Probably, for sure, like, for after sure. After school, you think? Yeah. Or? So, like, I'm actually, um, 
working on a lot of um so like my my big i'm gonna give you uh um like my ideal youtube channel what i want for my youtube channel is to be able to incorporate my life and the experiences that i have in my uh the experience that i have um into one channel so meaning like i i do want to post vlogs um but i want to po i want to put out the experiences that I've had, like the funny moments, the the uh, the, the crying moments, the ang- angry moments. But the thing is, I want to have a cinematic approach to it. So I want to, um, sorry, I'm, I'm like, nah, I'm like I, sick. It's all good, dude. <laughs> but I want to incorporate a cinematic feel to it. So I want to um, write like a story behind it. I want to have a story behind all of my videos and not just go in front of the camera, which is good. You know, if you if that's you, that's that's what you do then it's good. But for me, it's like, I want to kind of make it into a movie, you know? It could be a 10-minute movie, a 10-minute film, a 5-minute film, but I really want to incorporate my experiences using um, the uh, cinema medium, the the, the videography medium, and, and use it to its full potential. Yeah. So that's really what I'm at right now, and I'm, now I'm just drafting, drafting ideas. Any funny thing is any experiences that happen to me i just pull out my phone and i, I write it i'm like today this happened da, 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 da. how do i incorporate this in a video and i detail it i'm like okay this could happen da, 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 da. like so i i kind of it's not like when i'm not posting i'm not doing anything every every time an experience happens to me i write it down in my notes so when i actually do have the time to execute i execute and i have the plan and i just execute you know, so it's good when you when you're feeling that you know you're not being as consistent with your work or you're not putting out as much content. Just write down your ideas, and when you think that you're gonna be as cons- uh, as consistent, just do it. Yeah, that's awesome. And have you ever had any brand deals? Like I don't I don't think I saw anything like on your like sponsored post or anything on your brand Instagram deals. or um, not really like that I could see. I've had like a couple of uh, of uh, you know like startup brands. Um, you know, send me like a parcel so I can, you know, shoot for them, but I have not yet uh, gotten any major brand deals. Like I've, I've worked with, you know, like companies and stuff like that, but like I haven't gotten like a major brand deal, but my ideal brand to work with would be Nike. And um, I just, you know, really support the message that they have and, and their creative, um, like they have, you know, they let the artists be as creative as they want. And, you know, I really, uh, hope and I know if I work really hard and because uh, it's one it's one of my goals to, to work with Nike so and I know if I work really hard it's gonna happen and uh, yeah so like that that's my ideal brand to work with uh, but no I don't think maybe I have but I, I don't recall um, but yeah I don't from uh, from what I can recall I don't I don't remember having like a, yeah. a huge yeah, yeah that's fair though I mean it'll come one day yeah like, yeah I, sure. I know for sure it's gonna come if 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 I uh, keep uh, working and if I be consistent and I put out good content it's eventually gonna come yeah that's awesome so what's like your posting process just for your regular posts like how long oh, yeah. does it take it takes like, a long time to post an Instagram photo um, it would usually take like I know I have the photo. I have the photo. And I'm like, okay, what do I caption this photo? Like, what does it mean to me? And um, what are the best hashtags for this photo? And um, 
And I always like to get the end user's opinion. So I have a girlfriend, right? And <laughs> I send it to my girlfriend. I'm like, hey, babe, like, uh, <laughs> what do you think of this photo? And the thing is, uh, my girlfriend gives me like constructive criticism and she'd be like, hey, like, I don't think. And she gives me like a totally objective perspective on what she thinks about the photo. And that's, that's you know, one of the reasons why I love being with her, you know. Yeah. Um, so she gives me a, a, an objective opinion on the photo. She's like, um, I like this, but I don't think that or like I like this caption better than this caption, you know. Um, so the whole process is just me. I upload the photo to my phone. I send it to my girlfriend. I'm like, "Hey, babe, do you like this photo? Do you, what do you think? I, I should caption it. And this is what I'm this is what I'm trying to convey. Do you like this? Can you correct this? Uh, like, if there's any spelling mistakes, and and then I upload it to Instagram, make a little adjustment, then tag the people, and then and then just post and just wait for Instagram to do its work. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you have any helpful apps you use in your posting process? Um, helpful apps like examples like I've gotten UNUM so you can see oh, your yeah, grid yeah. yeah UNUM is very good you can see um, it's, it's really good for the aesthetic of your of, of your page if you want to organize your page in a certain way or a color or, or theme you put you put the post on there and then you get, you get to see the before process before posting it on Instagram you can actually upload directly to Instagram with a caption and everything from that app so it's, it's very helpful sponsor yeah. I'm joking <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other apps you use? Um, Is that the big one? Uh, that's the big one. I I usually um, the outlets apps that I use are usually like Facebook. If like I post um, an Instagram post, I, I would just um, post it on Facebook. When I started out though, I used to use Visco. Mm-hmm. Um, that's when like I didn't know about like the editing softwares like Lightroom and Photoshop. I usually I would use Visco, so I would upload the photo directly from my camera to my computer and upload it to my phone and I would just use fiscal filters. Um, and it's, there's no shame in that. There's no. really no shame in that. And and if you have, if Visco has the look that you want, go and get it. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's what I use when I started out. Now, like, you know, I, um, I know, uh, the more like advanced softwares like Photoshop and Lightroom and stuff like that. So that's what I use now. But that's that's basically I have other apps on my phone like Lightroom mm-hmm. where I usually I would upload my photos if I didn't have time to actually no, not even if I didn't have time. I would just like upload them in there and see if I can make any changes and if I can then I'll just upload the photo. Yeah. How often are you posting now and is there a time of day you know that works really well? Um time of day. I oftentimes week uh, on Sunday mornings work really well because you know people are usually hung over from Saturday night and um, they wake up around like 11 right and they're just like first thing they check is Instagram and uh, and it's actually like I did research on it because um, for my research class and it shows that you know like first thing people check first application that gets clicks is Instagram you know, because people want to see like what happened the night before, <laughs> you know, you know, Snapchat is second, you know, for like for the the memories and stuff like that. But um, people want to see pictures. So I'm like Sunday mornings really work for me. And um, Thursdays, I know Thursdays as well, too. Um, yeah, like I I, I, um, I just check the insights and it just tells me like what days work uh, best for me and what days people engage with my post. And uh, and that's that's basically it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got two more questions before we dive in like not a rapid a problem, fire. Not a problem. Um, where do you land on with free work? I like free to, work? I like to ask photographers this because I feel like it's kind of a touchy subject and everyone mm-hmm, has their own mm-hmm. opinion. Um, when you're starting out, 
even even like right now like even at, like um getting into the professional field free work is always is there's never it's, it's never a bad thing to do free work you just have to know when and and who to do the free work for so you have to weigh the pros and the cons what i would do is is um once again i would hit up my girlfriend i'd be like hey babe this person wants me to do free work for them and she'll be like okay let's weigh out the pros and cons what are you going to gain from doing the free work for that person okay so one thing that you can gain would be portfolio building um you know you have work for your portfolio to show clients um that's that's one another would be growth that person has a network so um you know other people that see uh the post or whatever picture you have that that po- po- that person posted is growth for you and if that person has a huge network and a huge like social following that's even better for you um and uh like that's that's basically it that 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 that's the the pros is the portfolio aspect and um sometimes it's even just just for the network is that person not even like instagram growth or whatever but uh other fields of work you know it could be that person owns a diner or a restaurant you know and and it's it's always good to be diverse in the network that you have so you know doing free work for someone um today is going to come back around for you later on because you know one day you could be stuck in a mess and you're like hey like um i need this done would you be able to edit this video for me or would you be able to run this quick order for me or edit these photos for me you know it's it's there's always those are the benefits of doing free work but also however there there are some cons to doing um some free work as well too some people take advantage of of you you know never uh credit you or um or appreciate that the 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 amount of time that you put in 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 the work um also uh your time cuz time is very uh valuable um if you don't you know like if you don't see the the pros that i listed and and doing free work then you know it's up to you to decide if you have nothing to do then go ahead but if you don't see those pros where which is you know your network and your growth and um your portfolio then then free work for me is uh is a no no yeah yeah i hear you so last question before we do like a little q and a yeah um what is like some overarching like your big advice for anyone that wants to grow or go on instagram cuz that's your big platform okay um my biggest advice for someone that's trying to grow on Instagram like I said and I think I still repeated this like multiple times but I'm sorry if it's getting if no. it's sounding redundant it's all good um, consistency consistency mixed with your best content and whatever your best content is because everyone at every level has a different best so the best for the brightest hour um is not is is not no I I won't say the best for the brightest. I would say the best for someone that just started for um photography is not the best for the brightest hour because they have a different level of ex- expertise and experiences. So post your best content and be consistent with the way that you post it and engage with your audience in any way you see um fit. If it's just posting the photos and having a catchy caption 
do it. If it's putting your face once in a while, do it. If it's engaging with them through the stories, through through Q and A's, and and uh, you know, um, posting a little aspect of your life, food that you like to eat, you know, go ahead and do it. So it's just like I said, having a message and a story, and posting your best content and be consistent with it. And that's the key to me. That's the key to growing on any social platform, inclu- and, and, and particularly Instagram. Yeah. Growing on Instagram. That's, <laughs> that's awesome. That's, that's basically it. Cool. Yeah. So I usually end every episode with like a Q&A, uh-huh. kind of not about like Instagram and stuff, more about like you. and like, No, no problem. So I know you're kind of pressed for time so we can fly through these a little bit. Sounds good, sounds so good. That, so we'll start with the first one. Uh, what's a show you're binging on Netflix or Hulu, Amazon Prime? Um, I've been watching a lot of anime, actually. <laughs> I, um, I'm watching My Hero Academia. I don't know if you've ever heard of it, but it's a yeah. sick... It's kind of like, you know, Naruto. And, and Naruto is like the entry-level anime for literally everyone. And I, I kind of been like watching it. I've also been watching Attack on Titan. <clears throat> Sorry. I've been watching a lot of animes lately. <laughs> Binge watching animes. I even like subscribed to fun animation. That's how much like anime has been part of my like daily routine lately. That's awesome. That's basically it. Yeah. Favorite app that's not Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter? Favorite app that's not Instagram. Or Snapchat. <laughs> or YouTube? Uh, YouTube counts. YouTube counts. Okay. You can use YouTube. Okay. Um, YouTube fun animation <laughs> it's an app now so i use that i um other apps man that's crazy i try and knock out the big ones right away so people have to yeah, really think like about it's it actually like you can a, check your phone if you want to too like people yeah, have let done me check that my phone like let's yeah. see what else i click on that's not twitter facebook instagram or snapchat yeah That's crazy. Maybe skip the dishes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a solid <laughs> or like, one. Or like Uber Eats. Yeah. <laughs> or Credit Karma. Just to check my credit score and then if everything is intact. Or no, no. Another one is Amazon or like, or yeah, Amazon. I like to check for like, um, I like to wishful think and, and, and look at equipments that I wish I had but are too expensive for me to buy. I'll just add them to my cart or my favorite lists and yeah, um, Amazon. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Next one, Instagrammers people should follow. Just name like a couple good ones. I would say The Brightest Hour, Creations of LA, um, Jessica Cobasi. There's another one. His name is, uh, man, can I just- Of course, dude. Yeah, absolutely, man. No worries. He's like so crazy. Let me just check the people. Yeah. Okay. And these are photographers, right? Yeah. yeah. So, um, give me a second. Sorry. All good, dude. No worries. Okay. So there is um Rolex, and she's like, you know, um, um. What's his name? Bryson Tiller is a, a photographer. She's the one that shot the the Trap Soul album cover. Um, she's very good. There is a there's this girl named Raven, um, and her Instagram is Ravi B. It's like R A V I E B. She's very good as well. There's Max Thompson. There's an, an artist by the name of Bad Boy. He's very good. His art, his like his is crazy. There's Leonard uh, Pagel, he's he's pretty dope too. There's Jeff Izzy, he's from uh, I think Toronto. Um, there is Samuel Elkins, and this guy I've known him since like I started 
photography in, in since like high school. I've heard of Samuel Elkins. There is um, another one. There's uh, Lee Lane. Her, her name's Elaine Elaine or something like that. She's I think she's from like, Tokyo. She takes like a like a like a architectural. She does architectural photography, and and those are like crazy. And there's like first. I think his name is like Brian Akazar. He's from New York. He does like street photography and stuff like that. Um, there's a bunch of them, man. Like, and and if you just go on my Instagram and you check the people that I'm following, um, there's just a lot of uh, photographers that I follow. There's um, Kim Kardashian's photographer as well too. Um, I, man, why am I not getting his name? Whoa, like, why is it not coming to me? Why is it not coming? It's going to come. It's going to come. Hold on. Let me go on Kim Kardashian. Yeah, all good. But everyone follows Kim Kardashian, though. So it's Everyone. Be, it's crazy. <laughs> it's going to be like 10 times harder to find him. Okay, Marcus Hyde. That is his name. Marcus Hyde. Super dope photographer. And also, if you want like some pages that you, you should follow as well, too, aside from like people, um, there's like 90s anxiety and... Um, they have like dope content from the 90s. And also I'd like to shout out my friend Fitch, the architect, my friend, the visionary. He's a very dope artist as well too. Um, and uh, you know, like musicians like Jeff Sannon, Maurice Moore, Jaden Hill, um, all these up and coming artists, um, very dope. This city has a lot of artists and a lot of grinding people like you. So um, yeah. Awesome. That's, that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. Top your favorite three YouTubers. Favorite three YouTubers. Just quickly. I yeah. like what's his face. Um, Rice Gum. Rice Gum is super funny. I like PewDiePie. PewDiePie. He's hilarious. And I like uh, Wolfie. Yeah. I like Wolfie's yeah, content. Wolfie's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I like. Um. There's another one. He does. Uh, I think it's Louder with Crowder. Okay. He's he's very dope. Uh, he does like he he does like controversial topics. He talks about the controversial topics and stuff like that on college campuses. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Dope, dope count. Music you're listening to right now? Music I'm listening to. I'm listening to a lot of uh, um, Biggie Smalls. Nice. I, I've, I've had that 90s anxiety the past couple of days, so I've been listening to him. And uh, and uh, a lot of um, studying music as well, too, like classic classical music. Yeah. Yeah, no voices, just straight up instruments. Yeah, no, I hear you. Yeah. Uh, podcasts, like top podcasts. To work on your game. Um, I think... Work on Your Game is a podcast. Um, you can listen to it on iTunes and any other podcast platforms. Very good for like mental toughness and and uh, um, also disciplining yourself. And I've also listened to uh, Dr. Uh, Jordan Peterson. Um, he's a professor from Toronto. He covers a lot of philosophical topics and I just like listening to him. It's yeah. super interesting. I just listen to his lectures. Yeah. yeah. Uh, restaurant in Ottawa, hidden gem that people should go to. Um, restaurants in Ottawa. Whoa. Definitely not warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a hidden gem. Definitely not warehouse. Like, uh, I'm not saying this to bash warehouse. They have, you know, pretty cool vibe and, and stuff like that. But um, there is a, a restaurant, it's a burger place that I, my girlfriend and I went to recently. Um, forgot the name of it, but if you just search like number one burger in Ottawa, I think you're going to find the place. I think it's like top, like the SEO people are, are doing their work. They're, they're grinding. It's not burgers and fries, is it? No, I no. don't think it's burgers and fries. No. It has like this, it has this weird name, this, this, this sick name. I just can't seem to remember. It's all good. But it's a super good burger, like like real meat, 
you know and i think they have veggie burger and and yeah. uh vegan burgers as well too if you're if you're um if you are a vegan or a vegetarian yeah this is a, what this question's what's something you're obsessed with but okay. it's like something random like okay. i bought these new socks and they're super comfy i'm just obsessed with my new socks i bought these new shoes yeah and they're super comfortable there you and go. i'm obsessed with them that's awesome. And they're the the Nike Vapor Maxes. Shout out Nike, please sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good um, three things on your bucket list. My bucket list. I want to be successful, and and I'll define the success, the kind of success I want to attain. I want to be a creative director, um, for the brands such as Nike and any other brands that want creative work done. I want my company that I launched this year to be as successful as possible. And I just want to spread, like, this is another, um, like, definition of mine of success, which is, I think, the third, um, like, thing. Yeah. Okay. Which is, uh, I want everyone around me to be as happy as possible. And and I want to be the the one. I'm not saying I want to be the only one making yeah, them yeah, happy. Yeah, no, no. But I want to be... A part of their happiness, which is supporting them financially, um, having a good time, and yeah, that's the, the one of three, three of my mini goals. I have yeah. other goals, you know, like yeah, getting yeah. married and stuff like that. But yeah, those are my three main yeah. goals. Okay, we got three questions left. Is that cool? No problem, man. Yeah. Okay, so you're going to dinner. Yeah. You can take anybody, dead or alive. You can take three people. Three people. Who to are you dinner. taking to dinner? It can be anyone. Anyone. Okay. I would take Michael Jackson to dinner. Michael Jackson. Um, I would take Dr. Jordan B. Peterson to dinner just to listen to him talk. He's such an intellectual person, and I just you know amazed by his uh, intellect. Intellect. That's yeah. it. Um, another person, I would say. Uh, who can I take to dinner? Who wants to go to dinner with me? No one, I guess. <laughs> um. um my girlfriend. <laughs> there you go. That's a safe answer. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Uh, something about you that people would not expect. Would not expect. I, I am. Would not expect. I I sing in the shower, <laughs> or that like I, I'm I'm nicer than I seem. Sometimes, like you know, like if I if I'm at like a social event. And, and I love interacting with people. I love talking to people, but sometimes my face says otherwise. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, like people that actually had the courage to bypass my facial expression and have come up to talk to me have realized that like, I'm a super down to earth person. I love, you know, interacting and just talking and, you know, I'll talk for hours, you know, it's just, I'm, I'm restricted on time today, but I would, this podcast yeah. could go on for 10 oh, days, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. you know, but, um, uh, yeah, like. I'm a super nice person and, and I care a lot. Awesome. I care too much actually sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Last question. So what's one thing you think everybody should know? About me or about anything? About what's something in this world that everyone needs to know about? Um, one thing I've been pondering on the, the past couple of weeks, listening to podcasts and a bunch of things, um, is that um, no one cares Um and, and it, it, it sounds weird, yeah. but let me elaborate. Of course. We usually, we often um, limit ourselves and, 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 and create um, 
conscious barriers because it's all conscious meaning it's all in your head barriers for ourselves because we think that the the other person cares about us in a negative way and and that is just like oh like yo like if i do this like he's not gonna like it or like you know it's like you have to live life and i don't want to sound like a philosophy prophet or anything but you have to live life and 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 uh thinking that everything that you do is for yourself not sounding self-centered but to like because a lot of people limit themselves because they think that other people wouldn't like or or um um other people's uh, other people wouldn't like or other people wouldn't approve and they limit themselves to a lot of ideas and a lot of opportunities so having that okay today i'm gonna go get i'm gonna i'm gonna get out i'm gonna go sh- do um I'm going to shoot photos uh, outside, like do a little bit of street photography. I don't care who looks at me weird if I'm on the floor taking pictures of buildings. I don't care who looks at me weird if I'm in the middle of the street taking pictures of people walking. Or like, I don't care how many DMs I send to people and only five answer. I don't care. I, I don't care about all of that. And as soon as you realize that, like, life goes on and other people are dealing with their own problems and you should focus your, like, entire energy on bettering yourself for the people around you this is where the uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, selfless comes in for the people around you and for yourself you're gonna realize like just having that no like thinking that no one really that no one cares idea will boost your chances of living a successful life and living a happy life so caring too much limits you from a lot of opportunities so yeah that's, that's, that's awesome I, no, that's really I, good, hopefully yeah. it's uh you understand the message awesome i yeah. want to thank you and i want to give you the floor where can the people find you plug everything you want to plug right okay, now okay i want to plug my snapchat go uh, go add me on snapchat the real curbins go follow me on instagram at the real curbins twitter at the real curbins make sure you actually do follow me on instagram because i have a lot of content that I'm working on, a lot of content I am going to be posting, a lot of tips as well too, um, for up, uh, like uh, beginner uh, beginner photographers um, on YouTube as well too. Uh, a lot of content for my YouTube channel that I've I've been drafting. So everything, every platform that you can think of, like like every platform, any platform that just came out today, right now, thirty like in ten seconds, any platform that is to come, you will find me on it at the Real Curbin. So go check me out. Um, send me a message. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation, and uh, let's let's see how I can make your life easier and let your life better. Because I'm willing to do that. Awesome. So, thank you once again, man. I'll make thank sure you for having me. Hey, no worries, dude. I'll make sure everything's linked in the show notes down below. Friend that wants to watch or anyone wants to follow you, mm-hmm. and make sure you do go give Kerbins a follow, guys. Again, the real Kerbins everywhere and anywhere. Give them a follow. If you want to follow my social life, you can follow us on Instagram at, at @mysocialpod. I just want to thank you once again for being on the episode of this, My Social Life. And thank you, thank everyone. you for having me. <laughs> no worries. Sorry, I keep cutting you off. I'm not <laughs> no, meaning to do bad. It's my fault. It's no, my it's fault. It's all good. And I just want to thank everyone for listening, especially if you've listened the entire way. I really appreciate it. Thank you once again, and we'll talk soon. Thank you. Thank you. 
thank you once again for listening to this episode of my social life. Whether you've listened the entire way through or only listened to bits and pieces, I really appreciate you taking the time to check it out. Make sure you guys go and follow Kerbins on social media. Again, he's the real Kerbins on all platforms. Definitely follow him on Instagram. He's got some awesome pictures there, guys, and subscribe to his YouTube. He hasn't posted in a little while, but he's making a comeback soon. He's going to be dropping some fire content. So you're going to want to make sure you're subscribed for that. And make sure you follow my social life on Instagram. You can follow us at, at my social pod. And again, tag at my social pod in your Instagram story, showing that you're listening to this episode and I will share it to the podcast's profile. Also, make sure you leave the podcast a rating and a review, which just helps more people find the podcast if we're getting positive ratings and reviews. And if you want to follow me on social media, you totally can and you definitely should. I've been doing Instagram vlogs every single day, showing behind the scenes access on the podcast. So you can do follow me at, at the Jacob Kelly on Instagram and on Twitter. Thank you once again for listening to my social life. We'll talk soon.